Well, good morning. Time again for the On the Road Again program here on Hoosier Country 105. It's a Wednesday. We're going side by side, trying to keep pace, trying with everybody's running buddy, Kelly Smith. Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Rick. You know, with that boot on your your foot, you and I can now keep pace. I can't keep pace with anything. I can't keep pace (laughs) with a turtle right now. But <laughs> at some point, it's gonna it's gonna go away, and I'll be bootless, I, and then I'll maybe start easing back into things again. It's I, I mean I'm just taking a guess here, a shot in the dark. But the tone of your voice sounds like you're ready to get out. Of I this am thing. very ready to get out of this thing. I actually got word yesterday from uh, Doctor Oglesby, and he said I can start transitioning out of it. So nice. I, I actually spent a little time with my uh, fat foot shoved into it's still swollen so the bones are healed but it's like way bigger than it's supposed to be so you have to like loosen up all the laces and all that stuff so a couple three weeks before i can run again and i walk silly but you know at least i I can i can have times without a boot and that's fun so right that's right things are looking up despite the way i sound things are looking up yeah So, Kelly, well, let's talk cross-country. You know let's talk about people who are mobile and bipedal. Say, <laughs> yeah, and, and, there's, and there's probably a few people who are in a little bit better mood than you are right now. After <laughs> <last> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I would yeah, imagine we, uh, one of them is Coach Rensing down on the uh, yeah. south side with the girls there. Uh, I think she's very happy with that uh, crew she has. Yeah, you know, real quick, they the, the teams went down to Angel Mounds in Evansville, Indiana. This is going to be the regional site for the Bloomington schools and 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 Edgewood, and so it's important. Uh, we've talked about this a million times. You'll try to see these teams try to get down onto these courses early in the year to kind of see what they're like. Uh-huh. And uh, Bloomington had a nice uh, had a nice meet down there this week. No doubt about it. Uh, that whole meet was uh, dominated by uh, Monroe County. Um, yeah. And there were, what, 28 teams involved? Something like that? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. A lot of, yeah. A lot of the, the schools from the south that'll be there. Columbus North, perennial state favorite, was right there. And uh, we had a couple of Bloomington schools compete really, really, you know, right there with them. So no we, I, I think uh, the county's in for some nice cross country towards the end of the year today. Absolutely. Year. Well, let's uh, start yeah. off with uh, Coach Rensing. South girls competed at the Dennis Bays Warrior Invitational on Saturday down in Evansville. And the girls came away with the team title by a very tiny one point over Columbus North. So always fun to race against that Columbus North team. Uh, It was a good opportunity for the girls to get out there on that course, which will be the site of the regional meet in October. Um, Pretty hot day, very hot and humid. And unfortunately for the girls, the sun came out for their race. Um, So a little squishy, a little wet and muddy in places, um, but a great chance for them to take a look at that nice flat and hopefully fast course in October. Again, the girls team came in first by one point which was great first across the line for us was Aurelia Martolio she finished first overall in a time of 1909 um, and coming in across the line in second uh, also first south was Lexi Kolbaum in 1945 um, so great race by those two kind of out in the front um, from the first mile on so they they looked really strong uh, rounding out the scoring for us Tammy Kuhn is one of our seniors who um, this was her first race for us this season she ran a really great time 
time for her first time out there. She finished 18th. Clara Graham was our fourth runner in 22nd, and Grace Stringer was our fifth scoring runner in 35th position. So overall, really proud of how the girls did. They went out there and competed, even though it was pretty tough conditions on Saturday. After a really, really tough week of um, 6 a.m. workouts and and just kind of surviving through that heat and humidity all week. Um, Excited for some better temperatures this coming week. And next weekend, we are um, going to the Harrison Invite, which is in West Lafayette, and excited to see the girls race on that course. Absolutely. South been uh, going up there for a uh, long time to that invitational. How many times has that happened, Kelly? I'm sure you've been there. It's cloudy, and then your race begins, and the sun pops out. You know? Yeah, I was uh, timing a race on um, Saturday at Avon. Uh, Bloomington North uh, sent, and Charlie Worthen actually went up there. Bloomington North sent their um, JV team up there. Yeah, he's going to talk about that here in just a minute. Yeah. Yeah, cloud cloud cover uh, for the boys race, and then the girls race pops up, and then all of a sudden we get uh, we get you know the uh, all the sun. I'm sure they were not happy about that at all. I would you can feel not. the heat, but you know when the when the sun's not bearing down on you, it certainly feels a lot different than when it is. So, uh, but man, I, I you know for I, one couple things strike me uh, with what Coach Rensing said. First, it's always fun to run against Columbus North. I'm not sure that's always the case, but right. you know I, I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that competitiveness center. Now, Columbus North is parentally good, one-point uh, difference, led by a sophomore and a freshman. Uh, they dominated that race. Incredible. And they did it on the heels of a big workout week. So, uh, congratulations. The Bloomington South girls are really, 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 really tough this year. No doubt about it. And uh, the Bloomington North girls were there as well, right? Yeah, the North girls were there as well. You know, they're gonna they're got a rebuilding year on their hands this year. They were sixth overall with 218 points, just edging out Castle in seventh with 219. But Nola Summers Glenn, you know, coming off a great track season, she finished 11th up there. So she looks like she's starting to get her legs under her a little bit on the cross country side. Um, I did want to report too that. Uh, Peyton Smith from Linton. Uh, the only, uh, in addition to Aurelia and Lexi going under 20 minutes, Peyton was the only other person to go under 20 minutes. Um, she went 1954 to finish third at that meet. And then uh, Bedford North Lawrence's highest finisher, also a freshman, Elise Williams, finishing 42nd. So uh, not only, uh, you know, South had a great uh, meet, Nola Summers Glen had a great meet, and, and a couple of uh, other local kind of area girls uh, doing well as, uh, as well down there. So a a lot of teams getting down there to get, her, to get their eyes and their feet on that course. I think, sure. yeah, everybody was pretty much down there from this area. Let's yeah. uh, check into the north side with uh, Coach Worthen. He had some guys down there and, like you said, at Avon. We split yep. our team into two teams this week, sending one team down to Evansville for an invitational there on the regional course and sending the rest of the squad up to Avon for uh, Holcomb Carum. The Holcomb Carum group uh, mainly, obviously, uh, Reserve runners uh, finished ninth in the competition. Our scores were uh, Jackson Walker and Gavin Coker. Uh, that was our top finisher in 27th place. Alex Zukowski and Caden Anderson in 30th. And Noah Soames and Thomas Keith in 32nd. So we scored 89 points for a ninth place finish. Down at Evansville, uh, the varsity runners did a really good job. They finished a tight second, getting beat by Columbus North by two points. Our top finisher, Jacob Mitchell, he finished uh, first overall with a 15.56. Good, really good time, good performance. Kaylin D'Onofrio was sixth place, 16.41. Jack Holden ninth with 16.44. So those three runners in the top 10, very respectable finish. Aiden Pierce was our next finisher in 16th and 17.02. 
and uh, Jake Gentry was our fifth runner in uh, 22nd place, 17-18. So really good finish and uh, very competitive with who we need to be competitive with, Columbus North being one of the better teams around, and uh, we'll be fighting them for a conference championship as well as uh, a regional championship later on in the season. It's going to be a uh, fun season for sure. There's a uh, lot of good things there with the uh, Northside boys going on right now. Yeah, and one one thing of note, you know, they lost by, I think a couple, Coach said, and Caleb Winders and Dom D'Onofrio, two of their top seven, um, just coming back from some illness and, and that kind of thing, uh, not in their top seven uh, in that race. So as those two start to come back and get their legs back underneath them, I think uh, Bloomington North boys are going to be looking pretty tough as well. I mean, look, if you can compete against Col- uh, Columbus North this early in the season, uh, that closely without having really a full slate of guys, um, it's funny, I Coach and I were talking about that up at Avon, and he wasn't, you know, he was kind of bummed out, you know, at two points, you want to get that, obviously, but then, right. I, you know, looking at it going, yeah, but Coach, two of your your guys weren't even really in the top seven. He didn't really care. He's like, you know what, we got guys <laughs> to step up and do their thing. So, I love it. it it's great and uh, very exciting for them. Um, you know, it, it's, it's uh, that, that's a fun meet. It's good to see North do so well. And the other guys really rally to get there, and, and Jacob Mitchell, you know, really kind of picking up where he left off last cross-country season as one of the best freshmen in the state, clearly now one of the best sophomores. No doubt. Let's uh, flip it back down to the south side, get the boys' side there with uh, Coach Larry Williams. The Bloomington South Panther boys' cross-country team traveled to Evansville for the Dennis Bray Warrior Invitational. Great opportunity for the team to be able to see the course that will be used for our regional this year. Um, a lot to be known about the course and take a little bit of the mystery way, I guess. Uh, but also to put ourselves in a position where we're competing and there's no better way to find out about a course than to do it that way. Um, the team itself wasn't quite sharp. I'd say we were a little bit flat, um, I, though everybody I know went through the same type of week dealing with the heat and when to practice, what kind of practices to do and things like that. Continue to deal with some illness, but again, it seems like as I talk to other coaches, a lot of them are doing that too. So, But we're just working through it, learning as much as we can, trying to get better. Hopefully we'll be back there in eight weeks and in eight weeks' time and two months' time, there's a lot of a lot of things we can get done. And uh, we came back and probably had one of our best practices today uh, on this Monday as I'm speaking. And uh, I think it was a matter of kind of a wake-up call and the fact that the boys realize that uh, we got to we got to do the work uh, to have the payoff so leading us was ryan ream in fourth place uh, senior in time of 1628 hunter Tabor had a, a really good a strong run in seventh place with a time of 1641 for a season best joe zinkin was 12th with a time of 1649 another senior and rounding out our four top seniors 37th place su ming zhang at a time of 1740 he and joe also was season best and then we had a couple freshmen sneak in there got in there 58th place luke reinhardt with a time of 1806 PR for him and then Matthew Zinkin in 61st place at a time of 1808 also an all-time PR for him uh, Matt Stein came in 7th for us uh, in 66th place with a time of 1814 uh, and then uh, the next two places 68th was Weston Matthews another freshman at a time of 1814 uh, followed up by Garrett Pitkin in 83rd place who is also a freshman so um, a lot of uh, veterans there and a lot of youth there and uh, so we just continued to uh, to grind it out and uh, keep moving forward and look for progress as we go. Absolutely, and they'll uh, they'll make that progress. They'll get things uh, better as they go, right. and Coach will get happier as they go uh, through the season. So, you know, I know Larry's not happy, but he finished third amongst, you know, 28 teams. Um, right. I, I think... <laughs> 
think well, when he's and disappointed, and that's a that's yeah. a good coach thing. You know what I mean? I mean, right, good good right. coaches are never happy coaches because <laughs> no matter right. what you do, you know. I mean, yeah, third out of twenty eight, the rest of us would say, "Man, that's great." He says, "Yeah, we're flat." It's like right. uh, you know, Coach Worthen saying, "Yeah, well, we should have got those two points." <laughs> Right. Even though he's missing people, I mean, it's just it, it's a it's a coach thing. It's uh it, it's the way they work and what makes them coaches. Well, uh, let's see what's uh, going on with uh, Edgewood. They've had a a couple meets uh, since we uh, last heard from uh, Coach Evans. There, let's uh, let him talk about his boys. Edgewood boys this week on Saturday we were at Angel Mound State Historic Site uh, for a meet. You know that's where the regional is going to be this year. So uh, looking to see that course before we got to run there in the postseason. And um, Zane looked really good finishing third. Um, Jackson looked really good finishing eleventh. And then our three through five boys I think just kind of got um, caught behind a bunch of people um you know they were passing a lot of people uh towards the end of the race but they were definitely too far back um definitely should have gotten out harder and i think that's something that they'll learn from and they'll get better um and then uh on tuesday so last night uh when you're listening to this um we had we hosted our own invitational here at edgewood uh 13 teams not all of them complete but um we looked really really good um our three through five boys ran basically the same time as they did at Saturday at Angel Mounds, and it's a much, much hillier, much harder course. Zane came away with the individual victory. Uh, Jackson uh, was third overall, um, and then uh, Josh Cohn, Landon Beecham, and Tucker McCarty all finished in the top 10 as well. So um, looked extremely good uh, last night, much, much better as a team than we did on Saturday. Yeah, he wasn't uh, terribly happy uh, after Saturday's meet. <laughs> Let's uh, see what he thought about his girls, both uh, Saturday and last night as well. Edgewood girls this week, uh, obviously in the same places as the boys. So um, on Saturday, we were at Angel Mound State Historic Site for a meet that's going to be where our regional is. Not the best day for the girls. You know, by the time uh, the girls ran, uh, it was pretty sloppy um, just because the boys had already run and there had been rain uh, prior to the race. And then uh, it also got extremely hot and humid uh, for the girls' race too. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to make excuses, but it definitely did affect our girls. Um, And so, you know, definitely looking to be faster um, in the coming weeks. Um, and then on Tuesday, um, we had, uh, our own invitational at home. Um, 13 teams, not all of them complete. Girls did extremely well. Um, top five average time was basically the exact same as it was on Saturday, which is pretty impressive considering, you know, I mean, it's in the afternoon, um, after school, not a time that we're used to doing races. Um, and the fact that, you know, it's a much hillier course, uh, than what we saw on Saturday. So, um, a much, much better race out of our girls on Tuesday than it was on Saturday. Finishing in the top 10, uh, for the girls was, uh, Hannah Crane in second. And then also, um, Riley Haskett, uh, finished third, uh, Ellie Vagadis and Allie Bland, um, were all in the top 10. Um, and then Nyelly Young and, uh, Riley Burnett also run really well too. Um, so, uh, it would just look good. Um, looking much better than it did, uh, earlier in the week. So looking forward to Columbus on Saturday. Hopefully we run fast again. I think, uh, like the runners, uh, coach needed a positive night after, uh, after Saturday. And, uh, 
<laughs> he was much better. <laughs> but again, a fourth place finish for the girls at that 2018, 2016, you know, invite at right. that regional. I mean, I love it. We got great coaches here. Zach is really, you know, we, we've got a, uh, obviously Charlie started it back in the late seventies, won that, that state championship in 1980. Larry, uh, you know, ran at Bloomington North, um, knows Charlie well, and he's created such a great program down at Bloomington South Edgewood and, and Micah and the other coaches that have done there that have been there have done a great job. Zach, you can see his mindset is exactly like those guys, right? And 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 I think Larry was upset more about not being where his team needed to be, as is as is Zach, even though they finished third and fourth respectively. But man, I mean, if you've got kids running in this county, you've got really good coaches who are trying to get the best out of them. And they're not satisfied with third and fourth place finishes when they know their teams can do better. And and so I love that. As a former runner and as a timer, as somebody who loves the sport, there's nothing I like better than a coach who really pushes their kids and and kids who respond. And, and I know the kids on these teams will do that as the year goes along. So, no doubt about it. We've got a uh, lot of a uh, lot of fun cross country in front of us, uh, that's for sure. Hey, by this uh, way, this program a reminder for you uh, there will be no show next week i uh, i am off on vacation next week but uh, the week after that we'll catch up with uh the on the road again program and all our coaches and all that good stuff but uh there's a lot happening i know the uh, south team's heading up to uh lafayette i think uh edgewood over at columbus where's the north team's going this week and, uh, probably know? columbus as well i think okay. yeah I think that would make sense and then, by the way, the North boys last night, they did kind of a pack run. They went down to the Scott Hiles Invitational got, uh, it's usually, it was usually last week got moved to this week because of the heat. Right. And uh, they pack run. I, I, the, uh, I know I've got the. I um, think I saw they finished with a perfect score last night. That yeah, was uh, not right. only a pack, it was a pack at the front. Yeah. That's right. They went, uh, let's see, 17-23, their top four, then 17-35. So, uh, and, and it was Aiden Pierce, Jack Holden, Jacob Mitchell, Kalen D'Onofrio, uh, Reed Pierce, Jake Gentry, and then Caleb uh, right at 18-26, Caleb Winter. So, yeah, I mean, that was a, a good workout for them. And uh, just want to mention, too, Jonah Bailey from Bedford North Lawrence, 40th at the meet down in um, in uh in Evansville as well. So, you know, as we talked about earlier, and I don't want to take up too much time, but, you know, as the end of the year goes, um, we're going to see more teams at state and more individuals at state. So guys like Jonah, whose teams may not get through a lot of these individuals around the area, Peyton Smith on Linton, that kind of thing. You know, we looking for those kids to advance the state as individuals. So nice. Absolutely. Hey, I want to remind folks, uh, you've got some 5Ks coming up for the rest of us, too, not just the uh, high school runners on uh, September 9th. That's going to be the Dollars for Scholars. That's the next race on the MAG-7 race series calendar. And uh, the week after that, September 16th, the Grind 5K over in Salem. And, of course, you've got uh, Hoosiers Outrun Cancer, the the big one, um, is, yep. is on the way. Go to HoosiersOutrunCancer.org and get all the information, get signed up for that one because as always that uh, is the largest 5k in the state i mean uh, over 5,000 runners going to be in that one it's all for a great cause the money stays local and uh, you certainly want to get involved in that absolutely no it's a great uh, it's a great tradition it's one of the best 5k's in the entire state like you said and um it, you know great it raises money for some of the most wonderful things that you can think of helping people get to their cancer treatments um education scholarships that type of thing it's uh it, it's a great time to see 
our community come together and uh, support such a great cause at, uh, at this time of year. Awesome. Absolutely. And you don't have to uh, be a runner. You can walk this nope. one lots and lots and lots. I would say easily half that crowd will only just uh, be going out for a, a nice stroll. And half yeah. will be uh, running it, and there will be some fast people at the front. There will be some people just having a great old time walking and yep. strolling at the back with you. If you want to get involved in your first 5K, this is probably the best 5K to get involved with for a first-time runner because you're going to be with somebody the entire time running your pace regardless of what your pace is it's a it's a whole lot of fun and uh, some of the best t-shirts too you can get for running and, a 5k and, <laughs> and, it, and even if you have a boot you might be able to get out there and walk <laughs> absolutely bit, right? yeah somebody's <laughs> got to be at the back you know so, that's right <laughs> very good well kelly thanks for talking to us this morning we always appreciate it Thanks, Rick. Have a great week next week, and we'll see you in two weeks, my friend. Absolutely. Look forward to it. We'll get this podcast online, of course, whcc105.com.